Hey girl, hey, happy Friday. This episode is going to be so awesome and I hope that it opens up a whole new awareness for you. This was prompted by one of my amazing Stop Drinking Boot Camp students that just finished up and she was really talking about an experiment that she had done around the anticipation and I know this has been greatly discussed in other books and areas of the alcohol-free industry. But listen, it's so cool when you realize and you do these experiments with yourself and understanding like, oh, that really was more of the the reward cycle cues, right? So basically, I'm going to just break down what is anticipation and how is it really creating these hits of dopamine in your brain before you actually even get to the sip of the alcohol and why all this really matters, okay? Before we get started, just as a reminder, you have the opportunity to work with me. We have several options where you can do a one-on-one battle plan, just get you set up on your freedom plan, help you set up your why, your declaration, walk out what surrender looks like, really tap into like what is what kind of boundaries do I want to set? What type of new routines do I want to put in place to begin reducing my alcohol? Or you can even dive right into my three-month freedom coaching program. And coming soon, we will have more information. The Stop Drinking Boot Camp is coming in January. There are more spots available. We are ready to rock and roll and see great success. And I know that you want to do this. Now, there's no reason why you need to wait. Okay? So email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, let's talk about anticipation and what does that mean? So it is the excitement about something that is going to happen. The act of preparing for something that is anticipation. I want you to kind of think about what that feels like as it relates to even vacation, right? Or looking forward to date night, some sort of event. So studies in neuroscience using brain imaging equipment, they show that dopamine, which was previously thought of as the pleasure chemical, right? We thought we got a hit from the pleasure, which I still think that's part of the process, but it's actually the anticipation of pleasure chemical as well, right? So another brain center, the executive area, this is the area that's responsible for rationalization and motivation, 
is also activated during the anticipation reward experience and is strengthened each time an anticipation cue is responded to. So what this means is our brains are set up to encourage rather than resist these attempts to avoid responding an anticipation cue. However, if you give in to the cue, the reward, to like a, a drug or a drink, you will be buying into a false promise. So what does all that mean? That's some information I got from a great article about the brain. Okay, so here's what that really means to me is that the dopamine hit actually can come before we even take the drink. It can come before we even win the prize, go on the vacation. Like we've talked about this before. Y'all know this is true. How fun and exciting does it feel to plan a vacation, to map it out, to get the schedule, to like plan the hotel, to look at the pictures. It You get this natural high from it, right? So what happens is, the more you use this anticipation, the more you, you get the reward, the more that you're buying into this belief that the thing, let's just focus on drinking because that's why we're here. We think that the drink is actually creating the dopamine hit, which we know it does some, but we also realize that you get a little bit of a hit and then it drops you down lower. Remember, when we take a drink, that first drink, whatever dopamine or pleasure centers that we feel, that's the highest you're going to get. That's the reason why we continue to drink more. And we, because we're trying to get that feeling, not on a conscious level, but on an unconscious level, we're trying to chase that same buzz. Because what happens is after we start to drink, it drops us back down to a lower place in the brain chemicals and we can never really catch up to it. Okay, so what happened is you received the the rush way before the actual reward and it doesn't get as high as what you expected. Okay, so knowing this, this was the experiment that my client did. She was like, it was so crazy how I already felt this like excitement because I had said, I'm going to allow myself to drink tonight. She's doing these experiments, right? This is part of the process and growing and the learning, right? And she said that she felt the rush. And then when she had the drink, it was just kind of like, oh, because she hadn't been drinking or maybe she had been drinking some, was still feeling kind of blah during the day. But as soon as she drank, it was like, oh, that wasn't as big of a deal as I was making it out to be. It was the planning of, the excitement of, the anticipation of that did it. So here's the deal. What are we supposed to do about this? Like I hear you, I see you're like, okay, great. That makes some sense. You're talking about brain stuff and dopamine and all the things. So I know you're kind of getting it here. So what do you do? Well, the first thing you need to do is really assess your beliefs. If you believe that you need to drink to relax, then the pressure of that belief could absolutely consume you, right? If you think there's no other way I can relax, this is what makes me relax, then you're getting this pleasure already with the anticipation. I know that's what was happening to me in the afternoons when I would leave work 
why else would I have derailed and not gone to the gym? Because my beliefs were in alcohol is going to relax me more than exercise will. Now my beliefs have completely shifted. If I want to be stress relieved and feel awesome, oh, I'm going to choose exercise anytime. Now, do I always? No, because there's just days that I don't make the right choices either, but I know that that's the truth. Okay. So you must do the work to reframe that belief. It is hard because I know that that's what we say. It's so easy for us to say that it's hard. Isn't that funny? The twist on words. But many women have done this. They've done the hard. They've gone before you. It is possible for you to get past the discomfort. And then the reward is that you've kept your promise to yourself And then you will also then get a possible dopamine and serotonin hit. Why can I say this? I can say this because I actually looked up these different chemicals that happen in the brain. And what I found was that dopamine happens anytime you're embracing a new goal. If you're approaching a reward, it triggers dopamine. That's why it's so important. We're not out here talking about we need to create, make goals and set commitments just because there's just this strange unicorn version of women who are wanting to to be uh, achievers and set goals. I know that most of you are high achievers and you want things and you desire things in life and you're, you're ready to get out of the funk and grow. Well, you're going to get this experience of dopamine just by approaching it. The second one I found was serotonin. That comes from even just believing in yourself. So you could get this hit of serotonin by literally just trusting yourself, believing that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Because yes, we're human. We're going to mess up. It's okay. I don't want you going down in that dark pit of, well, I screwed up again. Okay, we'll get back up. Today's a new day. Oxytocin is another one. It will help when you build trust consciously. This is what happens on a conscious level when you're constantly working at it, making these decisions, that going through the grind, right? It's still going to give you these pleasure chemicals. And then endorphins. These come out when you stretch, when you laugh. These are the happy chemicals, right? I think those are really good during workouts and things like that. Okay. So number one was really dive deep in assessing the belief process. This is typically the area that I work with you on. This is something that can be done on your own, but it is very, very tricky because you only see your own perspective. This is where I can show you and guide you from an outside perspective of giving you ways to look at things differently. This is where the work is, okay? Number two, you need to work on increasing your coping skills. If because we work on coping by typically what are you doing? You're either scrolling, watching Netflix, or drinking. That's all you have for coping right now. Maybe you have a few other things, but those are your default. So at first, we always need to start with the behavior and the routines, okay? This is how I help you in the beginning. Because we have to create these ways of of shifting our routines to get out of that like trigger pattern that you have coming home from work, going by the store, things like that. But 
and maybe even not going to uh, events with friends and things like that. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do that for long. But that's what in the beginning, sometimes you have to make those choices. Because why would you put yourself in a situation? Just think about it. If you were thinking about your children, would you put them in a situation that was not life-giving and healthy for them? And I know that might seem a little weird, but it makes sense to me. Like if I knew that going to someone else's house was not really good for my kids, whether it's maybe the the type of parenting that goes on there, maybe it's just simply that they eat horribly. You know, every now and then's fine. But like just sugar upon sugar, like why would I put them in that situation if they're working on their health or I see that they need support in that area? Same thing for us. We have got to realize in the beginning that we need to make these decisions to, that's part of boundaries, put ourselves in a very safe space, okay? So the behaviors come first, then that's when we must rewire our brains for more of the self-control and focus. That's where the belief work comes in, the identity confidence, really knowing who we are and why we're made this way, and a new refreshed mindset and other coping skills, right? So remember, the exercise can help us cope and give us those the dopamine and endorphins. So when I say exercise, I just mean movement. So that's just the one main go-to. And I know we're hitting December. It's getting cold all over. Some of you are listening from areas you're thinking, getting cold. We've been cold for three months. Well, it's getting cold here in South Carolina. But that doesn't mean you can't create some kind of movement. What does that look like for you? What other coping skills can you come up with that will work for you? What did you truly enjoy doing when you were a little girl, when you were younger? What creative piece do you have inside of you? Do you like to color? Do you like to paint? Do you like to listen to music? If you're curious about playing a new instrument, these are things that are going to come after we create new routines. We really start shifting the belief work because then we can figure out, well, who, who am I anyway? What do I really want now in this season of my life? Okay, that's number two. Number three, you can play the tape forward. This is what you do when you're thinking about this anticipation to drink or to get this to get this fix that we think we're going to get when the stress is there, when the discomfort is there, when there's that energy and trigger in our body, right? Play the tape forward. What does that mean? What's going to happen when you drink? Map it out. It could be as simple as your sleep sucks. You feel lethargic every day. You're going to experience depression. You know the anxiety will kick into gear. Fear, disappointment in yourself and then your behaviors. What if you don't even remember? You black out. What if it's worse? What if you really harm a relationship? You get a DUI. What if you hurt yourself? You've got to sit in the vision of the what ifs. Sometimes this is helpful for us to say, wow, I've been doing well, or this is something I'm going for. This is a goal. I know that the the feeling that I'm feeling right now is just the anticipation, but I don't want to drink. So what, what would happen if I did? What am I going to feel? What am I going to think? What, how I'm going to feel about myself tomorrow? How I'm going to be able to get up and go to work tomorrow? Like really play the tape forward. Okay, and then number four, community. Surround yourself with other women that have gone before you or that are heading in the same way towards alcohol freedom. 
find them. Do you need to get involved in the Facebook group and get more um, active in there? Do you need to post, hey, I'm from such and such. Is anybody from here? I would love to connect with you. Does anybody want to be accountability partner? Find a group in your town if you need to be face-to-face with somebody. Celebrate Recovery is a wonderful program, and it works for anyone um, that's really want to work on anything. Like it's Christ-centered. I love it. It's a great program. You can get connected just with with other women that are in that growth path, business women, things like that, right? Community is absolutely key. You are not designed to do this alone. And it's just not going to work out if you try to do it by yourself. I mean, I hate to be so blunt about that. Like, I'm sure there is someone that that did most of this by herself, but I also believe that she didn't do it without reading or at least podcasts or some kind of like, even if she lurked in groups, I don't believe she did it. I don't believe she did it without some kind of partner or supportive friend or spouse. I just don't think it's possible. We need someone. And if you're continuing to hide and you're continuing to isolate and you're not actually actively trying to take action, then don't get mad. Don't get so frustrated with yourself. Like, You've got to start, you got to start doing the work. You can't just sit back and keep taking it. Basically, you dish it out and you take it at the same time. And I really just mean like, I spent so long doing that. So I can say that because I was there and I'm like, why did I wait so long? Like, why did I continue down that road? And I know we have to get to a place that is our version of a bottom, our version of I can't take this anymore, but I just want you to know, like, it doesn't have to be terrible. You don't have to be literally falling in a pit, getting DUIs, ruining your relationship. Like, you can just realize now that you don't like the direction this is going. It's been consuming you. You've been spending too much time drinking and that you want to make a change. That is absolutely doable. That's fair. And that's time for you to make a decision. You know, you know, it's time. I don't have to convince you of anything, but I know that you won't take steps until you're absolutely ready. So January, go ahead and get ready for it. This is early December, but I want you to plan. I'm going to be able to uh, have more information soon where you can go ahead and get signed up. So the, because I know it's going to fill up this time. People are ready. I've already had people messaging me for the Stop Drinking Boot Camp starting in January. It is a six week group coaching program, and you will get all the support you need. It is to help you to create new routines that we were just talking about. We're going to work on rewiring your thinking and remove excuses why you think you need a drink. We're going to learn how to feel emotions in a safe, not so scary way. Communication and boundaries, commitments. I've got some really specific tools to help you calm your anxiety without coping with wine. And you're going to be able to identify and respond to triggers in a healthy way, renew your mind with God's truth, and just think clearly and feel confident about making choices. You will finally find freedom from overdrinking and be able to create and build a life of fulfillment. So this is starting in January. Get geared up. Go ahead. If you're interested, go ahead and say, hey, I'm totally interested in this boot camp in January. Email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com and there will be more details coming soon where you can go ahead and get signed up and secure your spot. So until next week, stay blessed.
Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.